It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Some of our great sporting triumphs have come on the horseback throughout the years. The New Zealand equestrian team has always represented us with distinction and going back a few years now, often with great success at pinnacle events such as the Olympics and World Eventing Championships. In recent times, though, it's been extremely tough and quite rare to land those medals until this weekend, though, when Tim Price riding Falco and the Kiwi team mustered a terrific and dramatic result at the World Champs in Italy to take a bronze medal in both the individual standings for Tim and the team competition too. Tim has been good enough to take our call this morning. He's up in the UK. G'day, mate. Thanks so much for joining us. Congratulations. Mate, talk us talk us through this result for the whole team. Like, how much did it mean to the team, Tim? Oh, it was immense. It was immense. It was, uh, it was a culmination of a lot of, you know, a lot of earnest hard work and, you know, pushing hard. The, the sport has gone... So high the standard, and uh, we've just had to keep up. It's been hard. You've got some nations that are out there spending, you know, millions of pounds on their <laughs> on their horses and things, and we're just trying to hook mm. them out of New Zealand and train them up and get just good old fashioned talent and the riders and things to uh, to, to come up to that kind of level. And we're getting there, eh? It was a, it was a good example of, of just what we we're made of as a, as a nation, and uh, and everyone you know put it on display. It was brilliant. Yeah, go to the Kiwis, Tim. It sounds like it went down to the absolute wire and the show jumping and the bronze medals were secured very late in the piece. Yeah, yeah. No, we um, it just kept changing through the phases. The dressage was uh, was probably a, a absolute record for the for the Kiwi team because we're known as we're known as probably better for galloping, jumping, coming through the jumping phases and um, and nailing it. You know, through through those phases, whereas these days you have to be up there after the dressage. So um, we all were, you know, including Monica Spencer, Clark Johnson, Janelle, and myself, um, and of course our individual Muzzy Pottinger. We all we all did really really well in that department. So you know, we had a good start point, but yeah, it kept chopping, changing each phase, and then the show jumping was just so dramatic. It was you know, down to the wire, you know, famous combinations making mistakes and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it kept chopping and changing, like I say, but it was a great finish. Yeah, great finish and a great result for, for Team New Zealand. But, hey, quickly, just go back to your point on the money. 
I hate it how money gets involved and can can know, determine results. So so how do we, or how does the team uh, stay competitive throughout this? We ain't going to compete with the money side of things. So how do we do that and be able to be competitive? Oh God, it's such it's such a good question. <laughs> um, you know, because at the end of the day, you you look at uh, you look at other sports with with boats or with bikes or with you know, whatever, whatever your medium might be in your sport, and, and you need to have a superior um, piece of kit there. Um, and it's not unlike that with horses, you know, because, you know, the, the, the essence of what we do is about partnership, about bringing the best out in, in these incredi- incredible animals. Um, but you need to have a very good putty to start with, and it's not, you know, we can't sort of beat around that fact. They need to be super talented, they need to be very trainable, they need to be athletic in all ways, and uh, and so to get to get a horse of that description takes a bit of coin. But um, but yeah, no, there's ways and means, and you know it's a funny old game where we have to have a well, not have to have, but we're lucky to have other people uh, owning these horses along with us or independently of us, and we ride them. It's a little bit like a Formula One car. Those guys don't own those cars; they drive them. <laughs> and so we, so you know, so we, so if we can build up that side of the business with what's behind us. Janelle and I are examples of um, riders that have been over here for 15 to 20 years now where we've got a good established base of owners that, that feed these horses into us. Uh, and, you know, some of these horses are, are worth that kind of money. So we are literally riding mm. horses of that kind of value I mentioned ourselves. Uh, Monica Spencer coming up from New Zealand just as we did those years ago, you know, on these lovely... Kiwi horses and uh, and they're very talented. They put, you know they're not the whole package probably, but um, but you know it's a good start point. And then just being the good natured people that we are, customarily as New Zealanders coming to the Northern Hemisphere, but you know they do the key, the, the Northern Hemisphere a lot. The English people, you know, the people up here really do gravitate towards that. Especially if you've got a bit of talent and you're good to work with, and uh, the, the the horses will come. It's a long drawn out process, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you say, it's not it's not a matter of just dipping into your back pocket and pulling out a million quid and chucking it at a horse because it just doesn't happen like that, unfortunately. But it isn't necessary evil in our game um, to have valuable horses underneath us. Well, well, tell us about your boy Falco, mate. He's showing his worth, so you know things are going uh, good for him these days. How's your relationship with Falco? Pretty happy, must must be. Yeah, yeah he's he's a cool horse. Eh? He was not always. Uh, like that, he had he had a few bumps along the way when he sort of come, came up through the levels, and then. Uh, but he's always been super talented, and uh, yeah, he's had it all there, just showing, just bubbling beneath the surface. But the last couple of years, he's really developed some consistency at the top level, and yeah, I've known, I've had him for maybe five or six years. We know each other like the back of our hand. We get on, you know, very well, obviously together, and. I've just been really uh, looking forward to the day when he was ready to go to a championship and do something that meant a lot to to, to New Zealand and for a team because he's a very special horse and uh, he's just now ready to, obviously, as what he's done now and things in his career to actually go and, and demonstrate that and be of really solid value. And, you know, he's going to be hopefully my number one for Paris in two years' time, which mm. is an even bigger target. We want to go and win a gold there. Um, of course, naturally, and uh, we, um, you know, he'll be the horse for me. Hopefully, to do that. You're talking about Paris Tim in 2024 is coming around pretty quickly, and with these events that you're doing at the moment, do you get understanding of the terrain and the cross country and how show jumping uh, arenas shape up ahead of the 
ahead of the Olympics? Do you get to walk it out and figure it out? How are you going to ride it? Yeah, it's uh, it sort of changes from competition or championship to championship. Whether how, how much you can get in on the on the place, like Greenwich was the uh, cross country uh, venue for the London Olympics. Well, that's a public path there. You can go and walk around it with your dog in the middle of London there and, and get a feel for the terrain. So that was very obvious. Other places are a little bit more locked down, but yeah, we're a pretty enterprising bunch, aren't we? We can you know, get a, find a way to get a good information out of certain angles and, uh, and know what sort of horse we should be preparing for such events. So, um, you know, there will be no, no different this time going into Paris. The site, you know, we're based... Uh, Equestrian Park will be based in Versailles, which is just outside Paris. Well, I've been there. I've competed there. It's fairly flat. It's fairly firm going, so already we're starting to build a bit of a profile on what, what sort of horses we need to be prepping for that one. That was a tough course watching their London Olympics. Man, seeing the horses at the end, they were wrecked, particularly in the, in the cross country. That was, uh, that was a crazy old course. But, mate, how often do the team uh, riders get together? Like, you know, you've obviously just been together for the weekend, are you getting together quite a bit to build on that chemistry? Yeah, definitely, mate. Uh, like, we've been, yeah, it's a week-long venture, really. The horses set off sort of 10 days before so they can get out there and, you know, in terms of Italy, it was a three-day road trip down there. We weren't, we didn't have the luxury of flying down there like the Brits jumped, chucked all their, their horses on a plane and flew down <laughs> in three hours. We, t- we, t- we took three days. Um, but, but they all did insane. They, they all travelled really well and everything. It's a, my way about it, and uh, yeah, as a as a group of riders, the, the broader group too, with the the riders that ultimately didn't go, we we spend a lot of time together. You know, we're on the circuit together, uh, yeah. supportive of each other. Uh, so yeah, the week before Petoni, the World Championships that have just gone, we were together in a camp and in a sort of a quarantine camp basis, and yeah. I had a few beers a couple of the nights and just you know relaxed and played some pool and. Uh, you know, we're just we're just all great mates, and at the end of the day, yeah. it's, that's what brings out the best in each other. The support you you got to get to know people to know what makes them tick, to know how you can best support them. You know, it's a, it's an important part of the whole dynamic. So, in good fun, and it's not it's not something that we are used to in our sport, where it's quite an independent sport, individual, and so it's really fun when we get to every couple of years come together as a as a team and really try to try to make that a real strength push forward. Hey Tim, how small are those margins in your sport, especially when working with animals? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's uh, <laughs> you know, there's little there's little things that I've had I've had a little moment here or there that's you know, I, I was in Kentucky in America and I had a pole um, fall on the ground and it, it was a seventy thousand pound pole that fell to the ground and you know, the other day and this is this is something that we take away as a positive um, from the competition that's just been at the champs. Um, we we won our bronze medal by being if we were a second slower on the cross country, just one of our four riders or, or three riders actually was a second slower on the cross country, we would have become fourth. If we were second faster on the cross country, we would have won silver. One and that's over nine nine minutes fifty. It's uh, it's 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 just. Just the margins are pretty tight at the top. Oh, oh yeah. mate, that is, 
That is great. <laughs> Honestly, it's my wife's a um, show jumper. She was up in Gizzy. She's got a yep. loves her horses. So we're, every time the Olympics are on, we are watching and I oh, love watching it. It's a great watch. Yep. Can't, I can't understand yeah. how these horses do it, particularly the um, dressage. Oh, it's a crazy, crazy old event and seeing these horses uh, <laughs> react how they do. But, mate, quickly, you were educated yeah. at Rang- Rangiora High School, mate, and I've had some success as of late. <laughs> Fletcher Newell has just made the All Blacks. What's in the water there? No way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually an Oxford boy, which we've had some good rugby players go on to Crusaders and things <laughs> from, uh, from Oxford, which is 20 minutes down the road from Rangiora. I went to Rangiora for a couple of years as I got a bit older, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good, it's a good sturdy bit of the mainland in there. I think it, I think it well, but I don't, I don't know if I don't know if a top equestrian athlete is a, is a typical, typical one to come out of that area. It's more, you know, more strong, bullish boys that come out of there. But but no, it was, uh, it's, it's a good area. I'm, I'm very proud of coming from from North Canterbury. Yeah, they've had some success late. There's going to be a new uh, AFL star coming out of there soon, Louis Herman Watt. So just watch that space, mate. You might see him uh, recovering from his concussions and getting the job done. Hey, uh, Tim, mate, congratulations on the weekend. We're going to let you go. We know you're a busy man, and there'll be horses to be, well, cleaned and you know, ridden and put away and whatever. You know, you, you, it never stops for you guys. I'm off to France. Um, for our next, well, we've got a couple of national competitions this weekend, and then Monday next week we're off to France, and then we're off for five weeks straight. We're in France, and then I go to America the next week for a big five-star <laughs> competition, and then back to Holland for a competition called Bucolo, then France again for another five-star. So yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to December where I get to head on for the first time in a few years to head back down to uh, to Christchurch and New Zealand in general and cruise around in my old my old Holden. My old, EH holders awesome. sit down there waiting for me. Wow. Nice, nice. You're a busy man. You're a busy man, mate. So you'll be enjoying that time in December. Hopefully the weather's sunny and, and uh, you know, you yeah. can enjoy some time with your family, mate. Thoroughly deserved. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Cheers, Tim. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91